0: Let's go. Welcome to Coffee with Office 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 Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. I hope you're having a great day. I had a little bit of a pause there as I hit the wrong overlay buttons, but it's early and I am here. I'm excited to see you guys. Uh, We got a special episode of The Drop that is... What do you want to call this? Eurosensitive, I suppose, as a little bit earlier in the day. So those of you who uh, like to listen across the pond can listen to it live or, uh, you know, we get some guests like Scoom, who otherwise is generally unavailable. So excited to have the guys here. We are going to be doing a special episode real quick. So I do want to talk about that before we get started too quickly. Uh, that is, we're going to talk about Miramar almost specifically. So some of the normal format stuff we do, uh, where we go through a bunch of topics one after another, we may not do as much cause I really want to have a chance to sort of drill some things down and talk with the guys about how sort of competitive play is looking in the desert right now, because honestly, Miramar is a desert for competitive play. Uh, and I'm not just saying that like, <laughs> uh, I'm saying it kind of figuratively as well, because it doesn't seem like it's getting a lot of usage. That said, you can get the show. It's called The Dropcast on iTunes or on Podbean. You can find us uh, at both places as well as on YouTube. Big shout out to EZ Co. Mac for the logos and uh, Aether from Awesome for the overlays. And, of course, Asus Republic of Gamers uh, for the equipment that we do the show on. All right. That said, let's do some introductions and get this thing going on. The man just above me is none other than Interrogate. He'll be joining us here. He says Interrogate on his tag but i think that's just because interrogate was taken not surprisingly
1: uh how are you doing today sir i'm doing great excited to talk about miramar and uh yeah it's gonna be fun sounds good next man up
0: just over there behind in front of the green screen is a guy you're probably familiar with liquid scoom how are you doing today sir
2: i'm doing pretty good what's up
0: I'm excited to hear your opinions. I know Liquid has been at the forefront of the Miramar's Not Ready discussion, so I'm hoping to have some good insights from you as we move forward here. And now, a man from North America who's not afraid to say how he feels, a coach, well, I don't know if you're still coaching them, but used to coach evil geniuses. This is WTF Moses. How are you doing today? You are muted, sir.
3: I'm still good, though.
0: Good. Well, good and good. Uh, that said, before we get started, something important has come to my attention, and that is that Interrogate is having a birthday today. So, happy birthday, oh, Interrogate! I, uh, I don't know. Okay. If, should we sing to him, or is that just something that we should? No. Sing? no.
3: Okay.
1: Mercy. Happy. I have mercy on behalf of Interrogate.
0: Happy birthday! No, I'm kidding. I'll do it to you. Uh, how How old are you today, Interrogate? uh 27 27 that's not bad that's 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 that's, you know it's a little esports old i guess but it's not better than me congratulations born too soon born too soon amen to that man back when i was playing it was all about lands for beers now you guys are playing for 50 grand mind-boggling (laughs) mind-boggling All right, that said, let's jump into this thing. We got about 40 minutes. Let's use it all to talk about Miramar. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm switching up the format. We're going to do the lightning round first. So normally we finish the show with a lightning round where everybody gives me a quick... Yes or no question, uh, maybe one or two sentences to justify your answer, uh, one after another, and then we kind of go into, and that's the end of the show. Today, we're doing it to start the discussion, and the reason for that is I want to get a baseline of where you are right now. So, the lightning round question is, Miramar, does it belong in competitive play? And we'll say it right now. Interrogate, yes or no? Yes. Moses?
3: No.
2: And Scoob? Not right now.
0: Okay. All right. So that gives us a good baseline. I got one for yes, two no's. This should be pretty interesting here. Now, before we start, do you believe it needs to be in competitive play at some point? Do you think that this is something that we have to eventually get into competitive play? Or can the pro scene exist on just our angle? Anybody talk anytime you feel like it.
3: Uh, I think that it it should be included. Um, I think that there there needs to be further tweaks to both the map and to the uh the format uh so with that in mind my opinion is that it should be included in tournaments to get a um a baseline for not only um, you know one one side of the scene or the other but also for casters spectators because ultimately if you just take it out of the rotation and don't explain why there's going to be a lot of like, well, where's Miramar? And that's something that I think needs to be addressed in the open Mm -hmm. through sometimes failure. Mm
1: -hmm. Skoom? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think that it definitely will be in the rotation eventually. Um, I can see where some people come from and say that right now it might not be the best, but I think the sooner the better for sure because – we need to figure out, like Moses was saying, a baseline and see if it actually can work. And if we just don't play it at all for a while, then we might not learn that quick enough. So we have to get it there. Skum. what do you think? Is, is it something
2: imperative? Yeah, I agree with both of them. Um, I feel like uh, Arangel has a lot of issues as well. Like There's a lot of problems that they haven't even fixed in a while. Like we, like six months ago, we, we told them about water suckers and stuff like that, and that's still an issue. That's still a problem about Arangel. You know, and obviously Miramar is more fresh, more new. We don't know certain areas. We haven't explored the whole map. We only know, like, the baseline. I know NA have been scrimming way more than EU in that. But uh, even, I feel like, even after a month of, of scrimming on Miramar, I feel like you still know, only know the baseline. You know, you don't know the corners of each map. You don't know if there's any issues in specific areas or any bugs and stuff like that, right? So I agree with the guys.
0: So let's let's take what you just said, and we'll spin off to where our sort of next topic was going. Um, since we all seem to agree that at some point Miramar has to be in the pool, that it's something where the map exists, it should be included with competitive play. Now, you sort of brought up the idea of it's not ready because of these points, and that's what I want to ask. Is so far in every major tournament that has had their formats announced? I think there's still a couple. I know Simon was hinting that maybe the GLL is going to keep Miramar inside of the rotation, but uh, Ozum... Awesome. I am a few others have all said we're going to stick to our angle to start this season out. We may discuss it at the halfway point, but at this point, no one is using it as far as I know officially. Why, like, why do you think that is? Is it just specifically the bugs? Is there other things playing into this? I think you've touched on it a little bit, Skoom, but let's go deeper so that the fans who are watching, because you said Moses, we got to get this out in the open. I think a lot of fans are going to be very surprised when they tune into APL this week. Uh, or they tune into IAM qualifiers and don't see Miramar popping up. So why is it that we're not going to see this in these tournaments?
3: I I think, well, I know for a fact, um, I I won't uh, say specifically, but it's pretty written out there, is that an overriding authority um, basically instructed Miramar not to be in the rotation for ESL, um, or sorry, for IAM. So I think that, if uh, if that's the case, you know, that's a fairly easy thing to point to if if that was if that was open um, but ultimately I think that the reason we're not going to see Miramar uh, and that and the reason we should have kind of explain it is that the scoom's point There's already a ton of issues with Aaron um, You know water circles are probably the most uh, annoying factor for both a viewer and a player to deal with so um, having something like having it having a game breaking issue on Miramar rear its head in a in a in a widely viewed uh, at a PUBG standard tournament is not something that Bluehole wants the players want or the organizers want.
0: That's fair. That's fair. And Terry, what do you have any opinions on why you think it's not in outside of what Moses already brought
1: up? Um, I can definitely see for I am like why it's not mm-hmm. being used. Uh and, and I can get behind that because IEM was very short notice and it's coming right around the corner. Uh, and there isn't that much practice on it. Um, but as far as the online leagues, I think the... And I don't want to get too much into the EU versus NA stuff, but I think the EU's EU side takes the online leagues um, as more like very official type leagues, whereas NA seem to... Use that as more of the practice for the bigger tournaments like IEM and whatever else may come, like uh, land tournaments. So, I think that it is good to practice Miramar in these uh, online leagues to prepare for, like, if these land tournaments come out and none of us have a say in anything and they say, okay, Miramar is going to be played, then we might not be ready for it. I gotcha.
0: Now, and let's talk, so we can, there's a couple things we'll spin off of. We'll probably actually get into the NAEU thing just because the awesome vote was released publicly in terms of how they asked players where they wanted to play. And there was a pretty big differential in terms of how EU voted versus how North America voted. So we may talk about that. Um, but you brought up Moses, the idea that, you know, a- an overarching power doesn't necessarily want to have IEM put Miramar out there until Miramar is necessarily ready. Um. Uh, the question there is okay so perhaps viewership but the online tournaments are pulling in i would say average views between 2 to 7000 which is not the craziest large but it's not i mean it's not a bad amount by any means but that's like the loyalists those are the people who have been watching since erang or erangle was a cluster as well right like back in beta all right <laughs> so it's one of those things like that's the fan base that's used to it so shouldn't that sort of speak volumes to this is a great place to test it as in, 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 interrogate says because those fans are sort of used to seeing the the weird pop ups happen or people falling into rocks or things like that. Or do you think the fact that we're in 1.0 has a much bigger impact than it did a month ago?
3: I think I think PUBG as an eSport is still and I don't say this with disrespect to anyone because I, I treat it as seriously as anybody else does that to the spectator PUBG eSports is not viable still. Mm. And really, what needs to be exhibited is the is the ability to have some level of consistency and control. And I think that with Miramar specifically, that's more possible than on Arangel, considering the terrain and the optimization, that kind of stuff. However, there still needs to be a lot done on Blue Hole's side to make it ready in that sense. Um, I, for the viewership, um, I think that. Uh, this, there, there being no real stakes at this moment um, is, is a bit of an issue. So IEM being a paid tournament, large prize pool, that naturally draws in more viewers, not to mention the branding and, and promotion. GLL, I think, has great branding and promotion, et cetera. Um, but really, when, if, if there is a time where these tournaments, these online tournaments move to cash prizes, I think that will bolster viewership. And thusly, you have to you know, have this have this uh, information and, uh, and, and availability for the layman or the, the regular player to be there as well, uh, the, just to, to be
2: more
0: welcoming. Okay. And, go ahead, so did anybody else?
2: Yeah, to touch on that and what Interrogate was saying about um, like the EU side kind of treat online leagues uh, more seriously, I guess, and not as practice. I personally, as, as Liquid, I'm already under an organization. I do see tournaments that don't have a prize pool kind of more as a practice. I mean, I still respect it. I still try hard as much as I can, but I understand where he's coming from. Like I would be personally fine, if pubg online awesome uh, or any other tournaments that maybe doesn't have a high price bowl, bring in miramar because like you said we need to practice it and if we are not really practicing because iam has a wrangle mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of downtime of practicing because in scrims right now i think is just gonna practice a wrangle because of iam coming up right um i agree on that sense but for teams that are coming up or for teams that don't have an organization they see this platform as showcasing themselves as, as try hard as much as possible right to get an organization to get into the pro scene per se so if you bring in miramar then everyone's kind of on the same page and maybe they were getting the hangs of it on their angle, but now they're on, they've gone back to point 0.0 and they have to build up again you know what i mean like they were maybe close to getting an org but now they're failing in miramar which is kind of fine because fine, it's a different play style and we're going to see that but um that's my take on it why i feel like eu are not saying it's ready yet it's not because of the map it's just like time frame and stuff like that
0: okay interesting so you think that part it, it we talk about the bugs but a lot of it also comes down to just time spent because for those of you who are watching that you know you're like me and you play i don't know what do we play like six six hours a day because we're addicted or something like that and half of those games are miramar it's different on the pro scene right you guys it doesn't count unless it's a script and that's not something that you can regularly do Pubs are very different than competitive scrims. So it's they're saying they don't have as much time to practice on there. So it's a, it's harder to transitions Think about it. you know, In a pub, what do we have in the fourth circle? Maybe 30 to 40 people left tops. Uh, in a pro game, you're looking at, I don't know, 65 plus potentially, maybe 70 plus in that fourth circle. So it's a little bit of a different ballpark in terms of transitions. I get that. Um, okay, let's talk about what we need to fix to get Miramar to the list because I think Moses brought up some viewership stuff that we can address a little bit later in terms of how do we make this more viable for viewers. And I think one of those things is adding in new maps, changing it up a little bit. Um, so getting Miramar there, what do we need to do to expedite that process?
1: I personally feel like Miramar is pretty good right now in terms of, uh, like balance and, and, um, and like being able to play it at a competitive level. That's my opinion. Mm. And that's what I feel a lot of the North Americans think uh, I think one big thing to make it better could definitely be to Make the vehicles a bit easier to drive and there is some bugs with the vehicles still like um, They spin out so frequent like they're they're hard to control sometimes uh, I don't know that when you flip them They do like insane damage when you hit it on the roof and stuff like things like that I think they could fix a little bit and make the map better but uh i really like the terrain and um and like how the map plays out i, I personally think it's pretty good so
2: yeah i, I agree with interrogate and he actually linked me uh we were talking the other day and he linked me a clip of where he just got like l- touched by a uaz and he just got knocked over and uh, that's already super harsh in a like there's a lot of bugs in just getting out of vehicles and just mm-hmm. getting hit by them and i think in miramar it makes it worse because already vehicles are crap (laughs) so that this makes it even worse that there could be these few bugs where you can't jump out of your vehicles or get hit by it if that was like if they would just reduce that even like for it not to kill you maybe just do a lot of damage it would make vehicles a little bit stronger which would make miramar in a way Hmm. more viable in that sense for vehicles um interesting so yeah
0: so let me ask you this and and i i i used i i i include myself in these conversations because i play a ridiculous amount and I feel and tell me if you think this or not, to a certain extent, the vehicles right now in Miramar are a little bit more dependable in terms of not doing crazy things that I don't expect than they are in Erangel right now. Like I feel like driving a a Jeep in Erangel is a lot more tricky than driving a Miramar vehicle for what it was intended to drive, right? Because that's the thing about Miramar cars is all of them have their own purpose. The Jeep is meant to push a town through a street. not the jeep i'm sorry the van right it's just a tank that you take when you're desperate to move down the roads the truck is a goes both ways the suburban's for off-roading it's one of those things like it seems like every vehicle sort of has their niche uh is that a good thing or do you think that they should just sort of across the board make it so every car drives on all terrain without any issues sort of the way our works i don't know if
3: changing the vehicles for purpose i mean vehicles are, are are normally just utility for transition right so i mean whatever whatever is available you don't normally get to decide if it's uh if it's you know this type of vehicle this type of vehicle you might have a jeep and a buggy or uh, you might have a, a suburban and a and a motorcycle whatever whatever is at your disposal because on miramar i think that the vehicle spawns are a little bit less predictable uh, and considering the variation with the vehicle spawns on miramar um you might not even get one so it's uh it's a situation where uh, I think vehicles are, are need tweaking. Absolutely, I mean, like Interrogate mentioned, if you roll a vehicle, which is all too common on all maps, you could lose, you know, uh, a third of your life right. depending on depending on the situation. So that you know puts pressure on you already. Um, I think I think Miramar's terrain in general is fairly good. I just think that the map could use a few more landmarks specific to, mm. um, like Arangel has, you know, a military base, and and so does Miramar. But because of the way the circles always pan out you see the same cities in the same terrain so frequently that it makes a little bit bland from a, from a, from a viewership standpoint too.
0: I gotcha. And that makes sense too. There's Miramar seems to be defined mostly by the cities or the settlements and then sort of how you fight around them. Whereas you're right, there's pride rock, you know, by the prison, there's the swamps North of the mansion. There's these sort of geographical features that are great guidelines as well. Um, I hadn't even thought about that. That's pretty cool. Um, Okay. So, a lot of the talk that I heard coming out of sort of the European groups early on and why Miramar is not ready is people said we need new circles. We need to fix the timing on these things like the basic mechanics behind Miramar and comp need to be adjusted now. And that's what they want to do. So they want to scrim it. They want to define the right circle timings, etc. North America seemed to be of kind of a different opinion. You, they, every, All the North America teams, a lot of them I talked to were like, no way, man. You know, it's just learn to adjust, fix the way you play. Totally different style of game. Do you think that that's something we need to figure out? Do circles need to be fixed? Do drop rates need to be changed? Do loot cycles need to be changed? A lot of people were complaining about loot a month ago in terms of how Miramar works. Like, What do you guys think
1: about that now in context of actual landing and playing the game? Um, the loot definitely, yeah, I, I forgot about that. The loot is uh, definitely needs to be fixed in some way. Um, it seems like certain cities and areas have... Some pretty good loot, like a uh, Hacienda, um, San Martin, Picado. Those towns in the center, they have some nice loot. But if you start going these small little cities around, and even like, like trying to split loot in small compounds, the loot is pretty horrendous. Uh, and I think they need to buff the loot in certain areas because on the custom settings, you buff the loot on everything. So like the strong mm. cities just get even stronger, mm-hmm. and you know you always kind of have that advantage. But uh, yeah, the loot distribution needs to be fixed a bit for sure. Um, but the circles, like I personally find the circle that we use in Erangel to be great in, in Miramar. Uh, I love the the current settings, how they're set up right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, talking about that as well, um, I agree completely with what Interrogate says. The, the loot the loot table in, in Miramar is a little bit weird. Um, like in Erangel, we took kind of months to, to see what kind of settings we wanted, and circle settings, and loot settings, and we kind of established a 1.5 AR, kind of boosted that a little bit, and made Erangle better. And I think is in a really good state in terms of spread, like spreadability on loot. Yeah. Uh, but in Miramar, as far as what I've played in both pub and customs, it feels like the spreadability of loot is really bad. And if you boost some um, uh, like some sudden settings, like Interrogate said, like I went to an, um, Hacienda, one of the scrims, and we had, I think, two times AR. And I ended up with like 600 ammo in just the end of that alone. Like there was so many ARs. Like some specific spots, it's just so much. They just boost it, and it's just not not viable. Like we, any like the settings we change in, in the custom games right now, we can't really touch it because it just it screws it all over. Yeah. I feel like just Bluehole have to fix the initial default loot table, hmm. make it a bit more even around the map before we can actually buff anything. Because we just we make it worse in a way. Like it's good in some towns, but it makes it worse in others. In terms of like the circle, we took because I, I was one of the guys that in, did these scrim circles alongside Miniman and a few others in in the EU Discord scrims. We took months to to do these circles, like to to do it for a wrangle, and uh, we went game after game. Like I remember one day we'd spend like six hours just jumping game after game to what timing we wanted and what size we had to to make it as most viable as possible. And the reason like we kind of were like a bit iffy with Miramar is because we don't know if it's going to be viable because there's a lot more up and down hills right. where maybe in the wrangle, you can run straight through in a circle. In Miramar, since you're going up and down, it might be slower. It could it could hurt you. You know, it, We might have to adjust it just by a few seconds here and there. But I feel like Interrogate said that I haven't really seen any issues with the circle mm-hmm. settings. I think it's kind of fine, maybe just some fine tweaking here there. But at the same time, we don't want to have complete different settings for both maps. We kind of ha- want to have it the same, right? You want to have a default amount. Yeah um but yeah i think the overall map seems fine to me and the cycle setting seems Mm -hmm. fine it's just the loot looting is is a bit weird i think the i think the adaptation
3: part comes not only in the i mean like if you look at the two maps on their own the play style on one is completely different than the other pubs and customs so i mean that's that's where the issue i think uh, you know the 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 hashtag adapt thing is kind of getting washed away in in the greater discussion whereas the two maps play so differently mm-hmm. you do need to adapt to the different play style of Miramar versus Erangel but the right. circle settings loot settings those are completely
0: independent of that discussion i think that makes sense yeah. and and I, and I will say that the, uh, the blue the the circle timings discussion Felt like it was a lot hotter when when people were still getting to know Miramar. As we've played it more and you, people seem to understand the rotations a little bit better or know, hey, I can actually drive you know six feet to the left and not hit thirty five ravines. There's been less sort of we need an extra an extra circle or longer timings there. Um, now I, I think that that's interesting you brought up the adaptability thing about the second map, um, and that's something that I think plays into viewership. To me, it seems like the idea of having going back and forth on the maps during a a tournament day. So right now I think everybody's doing best of fours, best of fives. Um, Having Miramar spread in there seems like it would help the viewers stay connected. Because right now, I don't know about you guys, four games of Erangel back-to-back-to-back-to-back seems almost like it's too much in terms of a viewer or what I'm watching even sometimes. Where you're like, I'm just watching the same map over and over. Do you think putting Miramar in there will help sort of? Brighten up the viewer experience or do you think it would be too hard to do it on the same day? And we'll have to do like separate weeks for Miramar versus Erangel games Does that make sense what I'm asking you in terms of like the online tournaments?
1: Yeah, and I think it will Uh I think the the thing that I love about Miramar and well The reason why I want both maps to be played is because it brings that diversity and also like uh, Different teams can do well on different maps. I, I don't think you'll see well, I don't know yet, but you might not see the best teams on Erangel do the best on Miramar or vice versa, which can make tournaments more interesting, um, being able to follow different teams and see like their strengths and weaknesses. Because I do think there is no real way to play both maps perfectly, but I do think they do require some different skill sets uh, on each map. Like I feel like Miramar is definitely more um, aim-heavy and... And like uh, movement heavy, like on foot and and team fighting, mm-hmm. whereas Arangel used a lot more, I would say more a bit more strategy and uh, positioning focused and stuff like that. So
2: yeah, I yeah, there's maybe... more. Sorry, there's more micro play and I guess in Miramon. more macro play in Arangel. I agree like, with that there's, there's bo- there's, there's, you have them in both maps, but like one of them is a bit more and one or the other, I guess. Um, which I agree as well.
0: No, I agree
3: with that.
2: I think in. Engagement management becomes much uh, much more
3: intense on Miramar than it does on Erangel, where it's where it's much more centric around mm-hmm. positioning and movement. Uh, mm-hmm. Because if your if your positioning is not good in Erangel, you die. If your right. positioning's not good on Miramar, you rotate five feet to the right, and your position is completely different. So it's right. like, uh, it's I think it, I think in that sense, it does it does allow some teams to exhibit different strengths than others, or or at least give some variety between the two sets.
0: And it seems like to a certain extent. Uh... Where Erangel, I don't want to say it favors, but when you watch the the pro teams play, it seems like Erangel really favors sort of getting to the middle, holding a good position, being able to transition out of it without too much trouble if you don't get the circle. Miramar seems to really favor sort of those teams that like to play edges or fight early and control the area around them. So far, I'm curious to see where it goes once we get enough pro games. In that meta, but like you said, it's very different. I think it could be a lot of fun to watch both ways. Now, here's that question though to add a little more to it. You know, uh, Avengers hanging out in chat, and he says doing two Miramar and two Erangel on the same day would be devastating or horrible. Um, but the question is, do we? Is, is there going to be a point where we move to that? Yeah. So what do you think? Should we be doing two and two? Should we be doing one week that's all one, then the next week which is the other? And if if you do side with a week to week system. Does that hurt you when it comes to big tournament land finals like IEM that would have to eventually be going every other map in theory? So what do you think? Should it be two and two? Should it be four and four weeks apart? What format do you think would work best for the players?
3: Well, was what's viable for a land? Like you can't you right. can't if, they, if you're going to include both maps you have to do them on the same day. I think it's it's similar to it's similar to how CS does it. I mean, you have you know one game on one map, another on another. I mean, they're completely different, but Teams have to know both and
2: have to adapt. Yeah, I think it should be a split. I think, like, I don't know who asked me, but if you have, for example, in the LAN, a best of 10 and one day you have a best of five Wrangle and then the next day you have best of five Mirma, I think that's non-viable because let's say on the first day you go back and watch a vods, and you want to, you know, go back and see what you can change, what, what teams are doing. You you can't really do that if you the next day is going to be a completely different map because it's a new map There's going to be the teams are going to be split up in different areas and stuff like that, so you can't go back and watch it. So I feel like maybe doing free wrangle, two Miramar on the next day, free Miramar and two Erangel. So then you can go back and adjust, and then you see the teams adjust, adjusting to, to certain strats and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. think that would be better. And you just mix it up in the game as well. Like You don't want to see... I mean, if you're going to have, in the future, a lot of maps, you don't want to see wrangle, Erangel, wrangle, wrangle. You want to see Erangel, wrangle, Miramar, Miramar, and then the next day split it up a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it was just be... You have to think about the viewers. Like We can't think about the players all the time.
0: And I, and I do think that there's a danger here, right? Like, And I think, Moses, you run a pretty big YouTube channel. And the first thing you learn when you start making content is, in the reality, that the reason we're all here and doing what we do and playing a game that we love is because viewers watch. And they allow us to do this. So it's one of those things where I think we also have to step back and say, sometimes, what's best for the viewer experience, not what's best for us in terms of how we like to play. Because at the end of the day, if the viewers stop watching, we don't get to play for. You know, we just get to go back to playing for fun, which is great, but not nearly as great as getting paid to play for fun. Um, so I think that is something that is worth consideration when we talk about these formats. Uh, let's let's take a little bit of a spin here because I do want to not just shit on Miramar nonstop. I think it's a great map. I honestly like playing it almost more uh, than Erangel personally in my squads. What do you guys like about the new map? What do you think is cool for competitive play? What is excites you about it? What potential is there? Tell me what, like, uh, what really gets you excited about this thing.
1: No water, no water. <laughs>
2: I mean, there's one specific, there's one circle, right? I mean, about it, it goes far east, like has water, I've seen it a few times. I haven't experienced it though. Right. Uh, but, I think. Yeah. For, I, th- I think for. I mean, for me personally,
3: it's that. On Arangel, if you get a bad circle, you basically you go from a uh, having a percentage chance to win to having a very dismal chance to win, especially in the late game. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Miramar, even if you get a bad circle, you do you have a lot of terrain options to at least get close enough to an enemy or push them in a way that you know you can make it a fight, even though it might not be the highest viability. I think that's something that's great, uh, and just the just the variation um, in uh, in movement and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it can be just as frustrating um, if you're getting flanked constantly. So. Uh, I think Miramar has got uh, a lot more. I would like to see some more city fighting and stuff like that, just yeah. because it uh, it puts a lot of pressure on the people. So pressure's good.
1: I agree with Moses. Like uh, I think on Miramar, there's some really cool like ways to outplay teams and and do kind of fancy stuff. Like I wanted to bring this up as an example. Um, in one of in one of our, our scrims, Tempo Storm had pulled a really cool flank on us. And they actually had great circle positioning. But since there's so much cover and and uh, you can move so easily, they were able to wrap all the way on the other side, outside of the blue area. We're well, not outside of the blue zone, but outside of the white area and, and flank and do a, a good outplay. And I don't think you can see that much of that in Ergo. Like, obviously, there's some stuff. But in Erangel, like, if there's a wide open field, you can't really just run around and flank a team or do anything special like that so i think there's some cool moments in miramar that can uh really show like a good team skill and and how they can think
2: and yeah it, for sure
1: it, there's definitely
0: more places to vanish in miramar especially in the first person perspective it's like you're shooting it's a team and all of a sudden the team is just gone and then a minute and a half later they're on a mountain range behind you and you're just like how Did you do that? So uh, I think that that adds a lot. Whereas Erangel, you catch somebody in a bad spot, and you're right. they got to run across the field. There's no way around it. So uh, as Moses said, sometimes that's just the end of their team because the circle is making them make a bad push. So I I do love that about Miramar. I'm excited about it. I think the people who are watching are excited about it. They just need to sort of see how we play it as as a pro scene. Um, Practicing it. You guys have mentioned scrims a few times here's my question so i know that interrogate you probably scrim a lot with the north american groups uh i know that scoom's heavily invested in the eu scrim groups we don't get together as much as we probably would like to in terms of like play tests and stuff Uh, so you guys have been a little bit separate in terms of how you guys are testing out miramar and erangal are teams playing it so let me ask you this in the north american scribs what percentage of your games would you say take place on miramar
1: well, we were playing it, but, I mean, everyone's just going to follow the pack. Like, mm. you, there's no point to play Miramar right now because IM is obviously all Arangle. Ozem awesome is all Arangle. So, like, we just completely stopped playing it. Um, so prior to the stop, let me ask you, what was your percentage split? We were doing three Miramar, two Arangle. Okay.
0: And then, Skoom, prior to sort of the format management stuff that happened in the last week or two... What was the split mm-hmm. over in the
2: EU scrims? I mean, I can start from the beginning when the map came out on the 21st. We initially scrimmed it. I think we scrimmed it in on one specific day, all games. Okay. And the initial, the initial impression of Miramar, we didn't like at the very beginning. We did not like it, like just the whole map. We didn't like not like that. We didn't think it was ready or something like that. It was just we didn't like it. Right. So we kind of cut it down to we did for one split. Like we did for angle one Miramar, um, but then with those one games, teams started to like it and it's kinda of snowballed and NA were like super in favorite and the, all these leagues were coming out. It was like we need to practice it more, like we need to give more feedback than just one game per one like one game uh, per scrim day. So we, we put it into free Miramar and two Orangle mm. at one point. We had it running at that for around two weeks until like Interrogate said like I am is full Orangle now. Mm. Um,
0: would you guys say that yeah. your attendance was just as good for Miramar as it was for Wrangle during that phase? Like,
2: no, we we managed it wrongly because what we did was we did four Wrangle and then the last one was Miramar. And what do you ha- what happens in scrims is probably I don't know, an NA is more or less the same. The fifth game is normally the the Joker game or the you know everyone's kind of tired or it's like the it's not that we don't take it serious but it's less serious in a way, right? Because it's the last game of the day and people just. Don't care if they die because they're just gonna go to sleep or something. Like that, you know what I mean? So we had that as our last game, and people didn't like it. So it was a bit more choly in that sense, mm-hmm. which is not what we do in EU. But uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that gave it bad feedback. They gave it. They feedback. do it in NA too. Yeah. Last game yeah. of the day is always the mess around yeah. The game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that that was an issue, right? It was Miramar as the last game of the day. So yeah, uh, it was our fault.
0: Uh, interrogate did you guys notice attendance drops from miramar or did you have more people there from miramar just out of curiosity in terms of
1: no i i think uh we had the same attendance okay. and what vizy said in chat i believe is true I, I didn't remember but we were playing miramar like heavily mm-hmm. at the start um because we wanted to like learn the map as fast as we could because we already kind of knew it at angle, so right. we wanted to get as much practice as we could on it no. Okay, so we had, we had because yeah, all of us have, like, thousands of hours on our
0: angles, so obviously that Miramar base has to get built. That said, you both brought this up. IM doesn't have it. OZM awesome doesn't have it. You know, Erangel's becoming the prime map. Miramar's falling off until people feel it's ready. Uh, so North America's not scrimming it as heavily or at all right now because they're prepping for IM. Have you guys sort of dropped it as well over in the European scrims? Okay.
2: Yeah, we've, we've dropped it.
0: So then that, I guess, is my next question. If the map is not in the tournament pools, where is the incentive to get better at the map so that we can put it into the tournament pools? Because one of the reasons you exactly. brought up for not doing it was you said, we need more time on it, but why? where are you going to spend time on it? Because, like, Ozum's now running a season, so playtests are probably going to die. You know, once all the seasons start, the tournament playtests disappear, which means that the only option for learning is the scrims. So that, I guess that's my question, is how do we... How do, we, how do we get these things to link up? Because right now it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, exactly sure. what what a lot of people on NA were saying. is, If there's no tournaments that are running it, no one's going to play it. Which means we're never going to get the proper like uh, base built on if it's competitive or not. Mm.
3: It's similar yeah. with it's it's, it's self fulfilling, right? Like you said, it feeds into it feeds into itself essentially. Um, so that's that's fairly well explained. But ultimately, I think what needs to happen is a GLL, a PUBG online, uh, not necessarily awesome at least immediately. Um, you know, just have to come together. I know, I know. Uh, uh, Fausto has said uh, in in public forums that tournament organizations uh, tur- tournament organizers organizers need to come together and determine a rule set for all the tournaments and and that's and that's fine um but at the same time there's been you know so so such significant uh feedback from uh from teams not to include miramar that organizers are looking at potentially having an entire region pull out of a tournament um at least that's that's been kicked around in 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 discords and stuff like that i'm not sure if that's serious but realistically it just needs to come to the online tournaments and 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 then just go through the growing pains, similar to what everyone did with Erangel and the, and the growth of the competitive team at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, to touch on that, I don't think any, like, I know EU were heavily on the wrangle, but I don't think if, if Miramar was introduced in OZM, like, you would see EU teams leaving and anything like that. Um, but I do agree on your points, like, where are we going to practice it if the IAM is going to do a wrangle, awesome is going to do a wrangle, we're obviously going to be scrimming for those land tournaments and there's no time or space left for, for practicing Miramar, which I kind of agree, which I don't know What to do, I guess, just include it into these tournament leagues. I guess we just have to adapt on square one, everyone, and and go from there. I guess that's the most logical sense in in this case. I think uh, uh, I am going for Wrangle was the right choice still, in my opinion. For now, yeah. uh, For now, just because the map is new and we don't know if there's any bugs and stuff. I feel like if new maps come in the future, we can't just put them into the competitive circuit instantly, right? We have to let it at least, maybe one of these lower community tournaments run it see how it's running and then uh, build it from there. But like just introducing it for IEM or, you know, whatever other tournaments are coming in the future, that that would not be the most ideal. Well,
0: and I get that for the big lands and, and when you only have a qualifier and then you show up for the big show, that sort of makes sense right now. I can say this though, I know that a lot of the online tournaments want Miramar in the mix because it's theoretically gonna help with viewership keep things a little bit fresh. Uh, I literally, we did a four or a five game cast two weeks ago, or last week, I think it was on Awesome. And I had multiple people send me messages who are like friends of mine who like the game and are trying to get into competitive say, I got really bored after the third game. It just felt the same the whole time. Um, So I think some of the online tournaments want to do that, but I have heard Moses touched on it. And it's been sort of the elephant in the room that there have been teams specifically that have said, or, or threatened, we're not going to play if you put Miramar in in the first stage of this new season. And all these organizations, they have, they're have they worried, right? Because, I mean, you figure, you just named them all. GLL, PUBGO, Awesome. None of them wants to be the group that has, you know, some of the top teams pull out. And then the other league changes their format. They get all the big names. You know, it's, it's sort of a weird catch-22, I think, that we're stuck in right now until everybody just agrees. As players, like you just said, Scoom, let's just fucking do it. Um, yeah. And the online tournaments, like I don't want to say they don't matter. They matter to teams that want to get signed. But for some of you guys, like, like ma- you said, they're just practice. Like, they're big practice.
2: I mean, it'll to
3: matter.
0: It'll, 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 it'll matter when there's cash involved.
3: Right. That's I guess, like, because yeah. that was the big thing right now is that Bluehole wasn't allowing these these te- uh, these organizers to run cash tournaments. When that changes, I mean, when cash incentive comes in, I mean, from an organizational standpoint, I'm not sure what what Liquid expects or what Totality expects when it comes to You know, possible revenue generating activity is that it's just going to draw more interest. Or even if the teams don't want to play, there will people who who will.
2: Yeah, I mean to touch on that as well. Like I I initially was against Mirma, right? I started as an against Mirma, like not campaign, but you know, I was like vocal about it. Uh, but I, I went into I'm in a neutral stance and I'm more into in Miramar just because I feel like we're dividing ourselves too much and like all this NA and EU and stuff is just annoying in my opinion. And we're already dividing ourselves already against Asia where they play in TPP. Like we we shouldn't be dis- dividing ourselves in Western scene. Like I would have been perfectly fine if any tournament on, 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 organizers right now include Miramar just because I feel like we should just unite and be on the same page and things. But set a rule set for the future to things that will happen to this. We have a general idea what's going to happen when a new maps. Let's say we have a um, a timeline when it will be introduced in circuits and stuff like that, or like to have further practice into it, you know what I mean? Like the feel like I feel like this map was just introduced mm. and they were screaming it. We weren't partially screaming it. And our idea was that we needed at least, you know, two to three months to practice it minimally, just to see the bugs and just to 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 play the map out. Mm. So when we do play and on a competitive setting, we can show the viewers how to play instead of just like boom, it's there, and we all are like running around naked, you know, like headless chickens. Uh, that's just my thoughts on it, but yeah.
3: Maybe, and here's a revolutionary concept, maybe maybe the individuals who make the map should maybe solicit opinions from someone else, uh, you know, other than their internal development team when making these things, you know, bring in a couple of uh, scoom interrogate yeah. to say, hey, here's, here's the new map, here's what it looks like, what do you guys think? And then it's it's not just, hey, here's the new map, enjoy it, see you later. It's, now, I, you know, there needs to be more partnership there too, I think.
0: I, I think that's true, but I also would contest that part of the, I don't know, to me, the awesomeness of the new map idea is that it potentially breaks us away from old guardism, right? The idea that if you brought in a bunch of top players who are already on top teams and said, help us fix this map, the map would be very similar in play style to the already existing map, wouldn't it? Having a team that mm-hmm. doesn't take that feedback necessarily completely may create a totally new meta that a lot of teams have to adapt to, which Mirabai I'm not, say, I'm,
3: I'm not, I'm not saying tell us how to make our map. Gotcha. I'm saying here's, here's the new map. What do you think could be like, is it, is, does this work for, is this something that you could see yourself enjoying you. as a player, as a competitor, that kind of thing. Um, more, more so like, uh, 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 an advisor mm-hmm. or just someone to give some advice or feedback because ultimately the dev team will do what they want. So it's, uh, um and there's bigger issues there too. So it's I mean big,
2: we Yeah, we have that issue with the Wrangle as well. Like I mean we've been trying to give feedback for a wrangle for a while now, and they just, in, just introduced in 1.0 the mansion forest, which I think was a bit too much. <laughs> I feel like I feel like sh- they should remove some trees from the mansion and add it around the map just to balance yeah. it out. But
0: I, well, I I know, think I, I, you
2: wanted you wanted more trees, you got them in. One, I, yeah. I, I contend,
0: exactly. I think that they're going to do more. I think that that was a test, and I think that, it, that we're going to see more changes to Erangel as it goes along. That would be pretty I cool. I Because so, yeah. uh, I think that's what they do. They're going to find those spots where they're sort of dead space and fix them up a little bit. Um, that said, I, I do think that there's a value to this. It seems to me like over the last few weeks, these sort of chaos, the Twitter throwdowns, the back and forth between NA and EU have been dramatic. But have also been sort of helpful. I feel like we've got a lot more players who are sort of saying, you know what, maybe Miramar in the online leagues is a good idea. Uh, two weeks ago, I wasn't sure it was going to happen at the midseason to awesome I feel like there's a chance that it might get added as the season goes through. Um, do you think... So when awesome released the vote, it, this is for the viewers because you guys probably don't read this, like, you know, everything that comes out. They asked back on the 11th, excuse or I guess it was a little before that. So beginning of January... Uh, Should Miramar be in the map pool? Uh, Nine of the teams in the EU of the 38 said yes. 28 of the 39 North American teams said yes. So There was a huge discrepancy in terms of North America wanting it. Only 11 of their teams said no. And EU, uh, who is polar opposite, literally almost exactly opposite, do you think that that count has changed significantly over the last two weeks, Skoom? Or do you think it's still pretty stalwart that EU is going to continue to say, just keep this out of the leagues? Because I think it sounds like you've made kind of a 180 recently.
2: Um, Not a complete 180, but I, I I am almost there. I mean, kind of, yeah. I feel like if you do do a poll now, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm This is just me. I think the rest of you are still a bit more close-minded about it and they're still against Miramar. And I understand their points and I have the same points as them, but... I'm just more like I just want to unite. I'm sick and tired of this like you know, yeah. backlash and, and stuff like that. I, I don't like as a community if we wanna grow the competitive scene, we need to be on page. And you know, if, if Mirma like interrogate says it's a good competitive map, they've been playing it for a month now. And if these online leagues introduced it, that's a way to practice it. I'm down for that, like personally. I don't know of the rest of you, but you have one more vote on the ES side for me.
1: I think I think it is getting uh, fairly close in like I think everyone's getting pretty close in accepting it uh, I think I think like I, well I'm hoping in, a, in about a month or so that we can we can make a decision on it But uh, I don't think we should let it go too far without trying it um, because Realistically like we don't we haven't even got to try it really mm-hmm. on, on in any tournament like scrims aren't that 100% serious people take the leagues much more seriously than mm-hmm. scrims. So I think it'd be great to try it out uh, Soon sooner than yep. later in, in a league setting Yeah, I in think, scrims
2: th- we in scrims we we fight more There's more fights so in Miramar when you have more fights They're not playing too safe and they're gonna maybe caught off guard and stuff like that But in tournaments they're gonna play more safe. So we'll see really how it will be played, right? We don't really know yet uh, Yeah, and, and
3: really I think this downtime and the 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 gap between uh, the gap between Oakland 1.0 and now has actually been a little bit longer than we all kind of thought it would be, mm-hmm. uh, with just nothing really happening. And, and, and really, the whole to speak a little bit on the whole Twitter backlash. I, I think that it's. I think that some tone definitely gets lost in that type of communication. But really, it is just a discussion. If mm-hmm. I, if 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 any one of us takes to Twitter to ask a question, it's only out of curiosity. I don't think that. Right. Uh, I think that the whole, the the adversity between e- NA and EU is not only overblown, but clearly not existent. So I don't, I don't think it exists to the extent that people might think, but uh, I do believe that uh, now with all these leagues kicking off at almost the same time, mm. that uh, two out of three having uh, Miramar on them will really lead to a lot better discussion with, which is more backed by, you know, experience and data than just, well, this is what we think versus this is what we think. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Now, I do, and I want to, as we're wrapping up here, we're just about out of time, I want to ask this question, and, you know, maybe it's a little too much for some people or not. Uh, When we talk about invites, direct invites to these big tournaments, LAN tournaments, for instance, IEM's got three from North America, I think three from Europe. Uh, I think that's how the breakdown's going. Big-name teams with large sponsors, they don't stress out as much about those invites, right, because they're established. You know, Liquid, you know you're pretty much always in consideration right now when it comes to These big tournaments, getting invited or at least being at the top of consideration. Some of these other teams that don't have sponsors, is that part of the reason that maybe they're pushing so hard to keep Miramar off until they're ready? Because they need to win these online tournaments in order to get to those sponsors and get to those lands and that's harder to do with a map you don't know as well? Because it seems
1: like some of the established players are more open to it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I can definitely see that, like, uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that a team that wants to perform really well, like, and I've heard it on, I've heard it, and I've seen it in discords, like, people want to perform well, uh, and they might be afraid that they can't perform well on Miramar, because it's so new, which I can understand if you're not super established, like, uh, obviously a team like, say, Optic, they're not gonna be, too worried about like having the best performance because they're in a great org or whatever like i can i can see that argument for sure
2: yeah i can see it too i mean it it depends what type of team you are let's say you're struggling in a wrangle let's say you're the lower team you don't have an org right now maybe mirama will help you because now everyone's on the same page and they're not so established but maybe a team a top team right now let's just name a few just to name for example i don't think gambino have an org right now right do they or is is that the knock or is just a normal name that's just, that's just, yeah.
1: They're, they that's the name.
2: They're really in, like, the top of the team. They just won two tournaments on a wrangle, right? Maybe their specific team, they were like, we just won two tournaments on a wrangle. You know, IAM is coming up. We're going to destroy a wrangle, right? Like, if they just bring it to Miramar, they were like, oh, we have to come yeah. up with new strats. It's going to be tougher for them, right? So I, I understand that point. But I, I don't think that's the case, but it's it, it's a reasoning behind it for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, and I should clarify. I'm not saying that the brand gets you invited. I'm saying that the brand recognition and the establishment of your team. And the fact that you're consistent performers and your brands are standing with you because you're not having any issues and all that other stuff does help out. Um, I mean, we could argue that there have been invites because of organizations, but those organizations sign people because they're consistent, and they recognize their skill level. So I guess Well, I was there was no this.
3: precedent set either prior, right? There was no precedent no. for I mean, we you had the online tournaments and stuff like that. For the first okay. major LAN, you kind of look at it like, okay, well, let's you know, there's there's lots of available parties that bring some in on invite basis, but now that there's been a precedent kind of set mm-hmm. and there will continue to you know, uh, prestige will continue to be built over time. So that'll make things uh, easier for invites.
0: Absolutely
2: to touch on invites, to touch on invites, I feel like if the, if they're gonna do invites in the future, I don't know if they're doing it right now, they should just be land based like for example, they said top three. They said free EU and free NA. It oh. should be the top three NA and the top three EU teams that performed at IEM. It shouldn't be LAN. based, yeah, the previous LAN. Oh. You can't just take it out of online leagues and stuff like that into the into effect, in my opinion, because then it's like objective. Because maybe a team did good in this league, a team did bad in this league, and then like it's not fair. But at least if you say top three in LAN, then everyone can agree on it, and you know it's to, fair play you
0: know yeah i, I agree and with, that, it, with except, a
2: unified rule set
0: too yeah, a yeah. Rule set. it has to be a unified rule set i would also say that one of the problems we have now though is our lands are pretty far apart um and that could cause an issue the online tournaments i know other games do this too where the three months between lands that's really the best way to see if a team continues to perform because we're gonna see this everybody still loves PUBG, but in about a year teams are gonna do well at a land and they're gonna take a three-week vacation to Thailand and then come back and not be able to play at the same level. And then the question is do they deserve that invite if they can't compete in the online league? So we're not there
2: yet. It's a... It's the same as a Major in CSGO, right? right? They have the Legends, which is the top eight of the previous tournaments. And the Major's for majors is a long time. It's what, three or four months as well? Right. So they, they can treat it in that sense. I like that system.
0: I like the idea of blending the two. So people who perform all yeah, the events yeah. and then bring in online performers as well. Okay, so that's, mm-hmm. that's about all the time we have for today. I'd love to keep going. I love talking about PUBG, but I want to respect your guys' time. I know you have a lot of stuff that you need to get done. Um, I'd like to take a nap since I took the day off and my kids are coming home in two hours. So, uh, I love napping. I'm old. That's just what we do. Uh, so before we sign out, I do want to give you guys one chance to do any shout outs, uh, call outs, or just, you know, get a soapbox before we call the end of the show. So we'll start with interrogate and just go around the circle, uh, interrogate uh, any last words for us before we leave.
1: Um, I guess, uh, yeah, just if you want to see uh, the North American side of of the competitive, you can follow my Twitter. I post like a lot of videos mm-hmm. and and uh, clips and stuff from tournaments or scrims or whatever. Um, and yeah, update there. And uh, shout out to Total, my new team I just joined recently. Uh, yeah, I hope we do well um, in the coming year. There's no hope. There's only do or
0: do not, and I believe in you, interrogate. If you want to find him, it's not interrogate on Twitter. It's at interrogate i n t e r r o great, and you can find him there for North American news. Uh, any anything else? Or are you good? I'm good. Cool. Let's go to Scoob.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter, Liquid Scoob. For the EU side of <laughs> content, <laughs> okay. uh, but another thing I want to touch—I'm I'm, going to be showcasting tomorrow the GLL third-person duels. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a fun event. So it's going to be my first doing the casting. So it's going to be fun. Oh, I'm jealous. I love that. I wanted to. I love third person.
0: It's my secret. It's my secret passion. So, oh,
2: geez. don't. Hey, but no. Here's the
0: deal, though. When you're casting it tomorrow, don't <laughs> shit. That. Don't shit all over it, okay? Cause I'm gonna people shit like, on it. They, people they, like they told to me I can it. shit on it. People like I, it. The casuals love uh, it. Uh, I too am casting GLL tomorrow, and I too am gonna shit all over it. So yes. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, fans, fans of third person, you let GLL know to hire people who sometimes like to play third person next time, because. This shitting on third person's got to stop. They're a good group of people. They're nice guys, okay? They just hide in bushes. What do you want from them? That said, hide in um,
2: bushes and full of cheetahs. The cheaters. Holy oh, shit! Though that, I will
0: tell no, you this. Punch out Maverick. Oh, it's no, it's gnarly. So I I switch every <laughs> yeah. season. I play one season first, one season third, just because I enjoy it that way. It's insane. Like third person cheating is mm-hmm. crazy balls. Anyway, um, uh, Moses, what do you got to say before we log out?
3: Uh, No, you can catch me casting uh, almost all the tournaments uh, this season. I'll be doing awesome GLL and PUBG online. So um, you can follow me on Twitter at WTF Moses and uh, on Twitch, same. And uh, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WTF
0: Moses. I heard Moses has some other cool teams that he's joining in the near future. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, We'll talk more about that as time passes on Uh, his YouTube. Where's your YouTube again, Moses? Where can these people find your YouTube videos? YouTube.com slash WTF Moses. Uh, and also, he's been streaming a ton more, so definitely check him out. Uh, he's almost as good as Choco Taco, getting there. No, I'm just fucking. I'm just kidding with you. Uh, <laughs> that said, go. It was a great show. I appreciate everybody coming on. You can find me at Toffee's TV, and I will give one thing before we sign out. I don't love doing tons of plugs. That said. Uh, to keep the show running and uh, be able to do this as well as some other things, I have to do make about $25 a month on the Patreon to sort of pay the bills. Uh, we're currently at 13 so if anybody is willing to head over to patreon.com slash toffees and uh, donate a dollar a month or something like that, you get perks. I'm making bumper stickers, all kinds of random stuff that you can sort of have uh, for your donations, but you can help keep the show uh, going as well as pay for things like when I have to get a babysitter so I can do a European... Uh, time slot, and that's the kind of stuff we want to do a little bit more of. So go check it out, slash toffees. You can find the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, anywhere else, and on YouTube as well. So uh, remember, if you are watching on iTunes, give us a uh, review so that we can get it ticked up on that search bar. Guys, have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you to all of you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Hopefully, we got some good information out there to the public who maybe doesn't know as much as we do about what's going on behind the scenes with why Miramar is not showing up. And I also hope that in a couple of weeks, it will start to make that rotation relatively soon. That said, have a wonderful evening. Thanks again to Ozm and Asus for helping make this possible. Uh, And as always, coffee's out.